Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. Today, I thought it would be really fun to talk about, I don't know, threesomes? Why not? It just feels like feels like one of those days. So that's what we'll be talking about today. The title of the show is One, Two, Threesome. And welcome and join in because, you know, right now I have my producer in, I got me in, and if you join in, we got a threesome happening. It's true. And, and it's not as awkward as you might think it is. Or it could be totally awkward, depends on how you want to take it. So I love talking about all things sex, pleasure, um, body related, and that's what I do in my life livelihood to make a living. And not just talk about it, I facilitate people, I work with people with their bodies, I do that in many different ways. And uh, anything from a variety of ways of somatic body work, energy work, and I also do something called um, radionics. I just slip that in there every once in a while, see who catches it. So, so I've been doing those for over 20 years. Actually, I realized that this summer we'll be celebrating, I'll be celebrating 25 years of being in business. Um, so when I first started out, I started out part-time. I was working uh, a full-time job and then I started my business part-time. And as that grew about 15 years ago, I left the ranks of the business world uh, that I was working in, and I just went full time with my own business. So fun times, good stuff. And what has me on here today is I'm a sex and intimacy coach, and I absolutely love bringing more, uh, more ways and more ideas to the table so that you can enjoy your sex life even more. Now, today's topic the threesome can be a little controversial for people. It can be like a hell no in their world. It can be a hell yes and want to know how to get one. So we're going to talk about some of those things as well today. So I know for some of you, you're like, how do I know if it's a hell no or if it's a hell yes? Well, you'll know. Uh, your body will know. If you're not sure, then you might be curious and it might be something to discuss with your partner. If you if you know that it's a hell no for you, then you'll just know that. And I think it's always interesting for me when people are like, but how do I know that I know? If you're not sure if you know that you know, um, you can always join some of my classes on developing your intuition and psychic capacities because they will help you know that you know. And they'll also help you know what you don't know, which is helpful too. So when we're talking about threesomes, one of the first things that I think everybody needs to be aware of is you got to start solo and if you're comfortable with yourself then then you can start looking for adding one more person into your life and then if you're confident and comfortable in that relationship and you're looking to possibly ruin it or possibly enhance it because it can usually go either way it usually doesn't just make it neutral 
uh, not often depends, right? So there, there's a lot of emotional and uh, garbage that can be tucked in to having a threesome uh, without even realizing it. So, you know, people think, what a great fantasy, I want to have that. And some of these great fantasies should remain fantasies. And some of them, you, if you can take action on them, uh, would be more beneficial to look at it and see if you are emotionally mature enough, if your relationship is at a place where it feels stable, because this is not a relationship fix, people. This is not, if your relationship is in trouble, this is not the thing that's going to improve it. Just like when people think, if we have a baby, it'll improve our relationship. Now you're adding another person in, that changes the dynamic adding babies, adding another lover, all of those things change the dynamic. So let's know that. And then uh, for those of you who are like, well, I'm not even comfortable with myself. I have over 350 podcasts available for you. If you if you really um, are not comfortable with yourself, I bet you in any one of those uh, podcasts, you're going to find tips and tools that will enhance your relationship with yourself to develop more intimacy with yourself. So that you can actually be in relationship with yourself first and then invite others in. So we're looking at this is this show is not about developing that self relationship. Those are in other shows. So go listen to those if that's where you're at um, and then work through the relationship shows and then come on over here if you're ready for the threesome. So you know, if you're really not sure if you're ready, the chances are you're not ready. I once had a, a teacher who was uh, like a teacher for psychic development, and he would say, if you don't know if the relationship is right for you, it probably isn't. And I was like, well, that's just as simple as simple can be, isn't it? So <laughs> I like to use his theory on that. If you don't know if it is, it probably isn't because you're not confident in your choice yet. And that means that you don't trust you enough to know. So that's just keeping it simple. So now what do we do uh, in a relationship that is confident enough to invite a third party in? Now, I'll tell you some ways that I've been invited into threesomes that didn't work. The first time I was invited into a threesome, I was about 20 i was hanging out at a bar with uh, my friends at the time and my girlfriend just my girlfriend she wasn't my girlfriend like i wasn't like in a lesbian relationship with her but she was my friend and she just turned to me and she's like so my boyfriend wants to have sex with me and you and i'm like that's nice um am i supposed to be obligated because he's interested uh so this is a very <laughs> it was very interesting i did not even know the boyfriend at the time and she ended up breaking up with him you know like a month later or something so what what an interesting uh scenario and i it was sweet i was like thanks for inviting me thanks for thinking i'm the one to be part of this this is not the only time it's happened to me folks i've had a few other invitations from friends and i was like i like our friendship i don't want to ruin it and i know it would i i had other friends um who were in a pretty decent relationship who thought they wanted me in a threesome and i was like i really don't think you do because i'm like a sister to your to the male the, the male party in this and um i don't think that's a good idea it was 
interesting because even the suggestion of it completely changed the dynamic of our friendship and our relationship. And unfortunately, we had a really good friendship. It got weird. Um, again, that was in my 20s. I didn't have a lot of tools under my belt to be able to manage and navigate the weirdness. So kind of just all ignored each other uh, for a long time, right? So keep in mind, if you're inviting somebody into a threesome with you, this, the suggestion alone can change the dynamic of your whole entire relationship with that person that you're inviting in and within your relationship with your partner as now there'll be a little thing at the back of your mind to think, oh, well, they said no to a threesome, but what if those two are hanging out together? They're going to like probably get it on because they're like, because my husband's interested in this person and blah, 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 uh, or whatever it happens to be. My girlfriend's interested in blah, blah, blah. So guys, you want to be clear on it and you want, you want to invite this in, not as like a shocker, like, you know, a wrecking ball hitting a, a building, like, and all of a sudden you're like, well, that was just information out of nowhere and a little freaky. So it's always good to have some conversations prior to the invitation. How would those go? So how do you bring these things up? Now, I'm a weirdo. So I bring up weird things all the time. And my, my daughter, who's like 13, she's like, uh, I'll say something. And she's like, yeah, I hear you say stuff like that all the time. So this is not weird to me because we could be watching a show uh, and she's like, yeah, that's a little mature for me. I'm like, well, let me watch it first and I'll, I'll tell you. And she's like, yeah, just because you think it's not too mature for me doesn't mean that it's not too mature for me. She's, she's, very, um, she's very strict with her own rules on what she can and can't watch and what information she is ready for. So I love that she knows what she's ready for or not. However, she does, um, she is living in a home where I have my office and she sometimes overhears conversations that are not necessarily conversations that a 13 year old would want to hear. So she's a little overly educated in some areas and that's her choice um, because she could just run outside in our field, but she chooses not to. So there you go. So how do you bring this up? You bring it up in conversation. That's what I'm leading to there is you bring it up in a conversation. You could be having dinner and you could say, so what are some of the weirdest things you've ever thought of doing sexually? If you have friends that are willing to have these conversations, you can say this. Now, if you have friends that will never have this conversation, the chances are you cannot invite them into a threesome because that's, if you can't talk to them about it, don't think you're gonna jump in on it and have this experience with them. So if you can talk to the person that, that you're um, curious about inviting in, then you might have a little door opener. Right. So we want to look at those like, where does that door open? How can I invite this person in? And that little door opener could just even be like a, a, like your friend going, yeah, I've actually done that before. And it was fun. And it was like, oh, cool. Would you ever consider that again? Yeah, so you can gauge these things if you can't gauge these things and you just might not be socially there or emotionally mature enough to be able to figure that out. And that's OK, too. Like, that's just something you might grow into. Or never, you might never grow into it and it might just be remaining a fantasy. So we need to always, and you know my rules of game and play is it needs to start with communication and conversation. You can literally not have too much conversation around the whole situation with um, a threesome. I, unless you have, there's three of you, you're complete strangers and you don't know each other. 
that's a little different scenario. I'm going with, we're starting the conversation with the couple inviting the third party in. And the couple inviting the third party in is key to have a conversation with your own self. Like, okay, is this, is this something that's going to be a contribution to my life and my future and my body? And if it feels like, yes, this is what's required, then you go for it. And then you have that conversation with your partner. And if your partner is like in agreement, and that, please don't bully your partner into this stuff because people do that. And they're like, oh, you're just a chicken. You won't even have a threesome. Like if you're, if you are with a bully, walk away. They're a jackass. If you are with somebody who's willing to like work with you. And, um, and if you're like, yeah, I'm not comfortable with that. And they're like, okay, so what about it? it makes you uncomfortable and then you can have discussion because it might actually be quite revealing that their discomfort with it is that they don't trust you as a partner or they don't trust themselves in relationship where they feel like if they had this threesome they might walk away from you and they don't want to because they they maybe know themselves enough that they feel like they could fall in love so honor those things those conversations need to be had so a conversation might look something like this. Might look something like, so, so darling, I've been thinking about some things lately and I've been fantasizing about some things and I'm just wondering, like, I just wondered if this would be something that we could try or how do you feel about it? That might be a way to introduce it. As compared to some of the implications I've had of, so I've got this lover here and I just wanted to know if you wanted to come over and have a threesome with me. And I was like, oh, oh, I've also had this situation where I was invited. Uh, I was invited a few years ago, which I did not take up the, the torch on this one, but I was in, invited to um, be paid to be in a threesome uh, with a couple. And the energy was not, oh, no, oh, their relationship uh, energy was not something that I would uh, agree to be paid to be in. Plus my fees are just way too high for that. So let's face it, just nobody can afford my fees. I've noticed it's like, who can afford my fees? If they can, then, then we'll talk. There's a lot of other things to discuss on that front though. So if you've established a relationship where things are going well, your relationship feels good and you're just looking for some curiosity play, and you happen to have somebody in your life that might work for some curiosity play. You can always bring it up in conversation, see what their energy jives like. Like if they're always like, oh yeah, I'm like, I have orgies and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And they're like bragging about this stuff. They might be the friend to invite in because they might have an ability to do some detachment and just be there for the action, for the fun, for the play and not be emotionally um, attached so if you have a relationship with a person who's very needy who requires not only a lot of attention from you a lot of time a lot of um like you helping them feel good about themselves if they don't have that in themselves then there'll be a problem so if you have somebody who is relatively confident doesn't require a lot of your attention or, or time or telling you how great you are 24 7 um what, what do we call the, when somebody is a high need, like if they are like high needs, uh, like high uh, attention requirements, there's a word for it. There's like a label that people call uh, people who have a lot of requirements needs. Um, then if you have that, 
if you if you really require a lot, then it's probably not the easiest relationship to choose to have a threesome in. However, if you're kind of uh, more laid back, you might have a better chance at this. You need to know your relationship before you choose this. So figure that out. You got two minutes as we head to commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Now, truly, pleasure seekers are looking for different things. They're looking for adventure. They're looking for uh, all kinds of things that they're curious about. They're seekers, right? What is a seeker? A seeker is somebody who's going out and searching for different things. Seekers, I love them. And what brings um, this, this up is that we're talking about threesomes today. And if you're about to have a threesome, you're definitely a pleasure seeker. And you're definitely somebody who's curious and up for adventure. This is not for the faint hearted, my friends. So this is this first part of the show was a discussion about people in relationships. I still have a little bit more to discuss about that. And then we'll go on to, if you're not in a relationship and you're looking to have a threesome that is just like three individuals getting it on, it's a different dynamic and it's a different energy to be aware of. And it's a different kind of, um, it's, it's just different things to be aware of in yourself and in the people that you're playing with, right? So um, the first thing to remember is that a threesome is not going to fix your relationship, just like a baby is not going to fix your relationship, right? So if you are having troubles in your relationship, maybe contact me, get some relationship coaching first, get that under your belt. 
get your relationship functioning. And if your relationship can't function with the two of you, adding number three is not the solution. It's just not. You can like you can swear that it is and you can like test it out and you can prove me wrong. Try and prove me wrong, but I wouldn't recommend it because I really don't want to see people destroying relationships with people that they have the potential to have healthy relationships with when there's no need for that. So it's not going to solve your problems, peeps, just because it's not. So adding another person adds all of their emotional stuff, their emotional baggage, all of their potential STDs, let's face it. And if they're in a relationship with somebody else, that dynamic adds to that and this ripple effect goes out. It can affect so many people. It's you got to be aware of the bigger picture when it comes to, to um, adding people into your life, including one person. Adding one person into your life is a changes your dynamic of your life never mind having two lovers that changes the dynamic uh, in a very different way so being aware of that now i also mentioned that communication is key as it is always communication is required you need to discuss some things in advance what are the dynamics what are you looking for who are you looking for what kind of relationship do you want afterwards? Are you looking for this to be one time? Are you looking for this to be a playmate that you kind of keep in the relationship and create it more as polyamory, right? So threesomes could lead to polyamory, but not always. Um, and you can listen to the shows I've done on polyamory and see if polyamory works for you because it's a, it's a tricky one to navigate too for people who this is a new concept uh, for you, or even if it's a concept that you like the idea of, it is, it is not for the faint hearted. Like you need to be able to work on your crap beforehand, your jealousy, your fears, your anger, all of your relationship dynamics. You need to have some tools under your belt. So when stuff hits the fan, you can manage it. Or if you have a sex and intimacy coach or a relationship coach that can help you navigate some of that stuff, that's you know that's great assistance as well so these adding these dynamics will bring things up they'll bring up things like jealousy they'll bring up all kinds of stuff i remember um when i first started dating my husband we had like conversations about everything and we did talk about threesomes at one point and i said to him i'm like i'm okay with threesomes as long as the woman is relatively like me body wise and like a level of attractiveness and um, I don't want to compete with somebody who's more attractive than me or has bigger boobs than me or um, and at the same time it's really weird that if he was to choose a lover outside of me without me there it would be more sensible to me that he would choose somebody that is very different than me I know it's weird. That's just my brain. But if you know your brain and you know how you think and how you feel about things, then it's then you can actually communicate that. For other people, it's very different. So what is it? What is true for you? So I know for me, if it was a threesome, I'd want somebody who's relatively like my body type, uh, kind of like my personality. I would have a threesome with me, me and me and somebody else. Like I would do that because I know how I would deal with it. Now. <laughs> How do I clone me so I can do that? Because I actually really enjoy my body and I would actually want a lover that has a body like mine. So that's probably why I would like enjoy that. Uh, on the other front, uh, on the 
sideline lover mistress front if my husband had one of those yeah i'd want her to be way different because then i wouldn't be thinking that i was lacking something it was just that he needed something different i know what kind of a mind screw is that all right that's just my mind and how i operate how do you operate and like what kind of person would you like to add into the relationship is it out of curiosity for play is it that they have some experience and they're kind of coming in as somebody to give you guidance and give you like a little additional uh, stuff that you might not be familiar with are you adding in like a dom to your relationship where you and your partner are subs are you adding in um, a sub to your relationship where you are the dom and you're the two of your playmates are subs like there can be some bdsm stuff going on here too with threesomes it's not always just like let's try and find a way that everybody gets oral if we situate our bodies properly on the bed everybody will get a you know some oral sex happening it's not necessarily just about positions and figuring out how three bodies can come together there can be dynamic play going on there can be um, so there can be so many other things to it and the number one thing is to know this will not fix your relationship the number two thing to know is if you're still choosing it conversation conversation communication communication because you need to get this stuff understood beforehand so that you're not in the middle of it going i'm left out and i feel so sad because the chances are somebody's going to get left out now if you're a bit of a voyeur um, and the other two are a bit of exhibitionists then being left out wouldn't necessarily be so hurtful to you you might just be in the corner masturbating while they're getting off or something so that can happen too. like there's dynamics that you can look at that are, are just uh, like a little different right so a threesome doesn't always mean that the person is in there, uh, you know, penetrating like your anus or something and like somebody else is penetrating your vagina. Or, you know, three guys penetrating each other three girls the combinations are endless let's think about it well yes the combinations are endless when we look at all the genders as well, so many genders so many ways to create a triad. Um, triads are actually more dedicated to polyamory. This is about a threesome. This is about getting action, but that action could lead to that. That action could actually lead to having a, um, a polyamorous relationship. So uh, what I know about this um, is that, you know, a lot of relationships, when they invite in another person, the relationship it changes so much that people they're kind of at a loss they're kind of like where do we go now what do we do who are we what's going on sometimes that threesome experience if it's a one-off will become something that kind of lingers in your mind right where it's like well you only really like it when we're together and when we're with somebody else or are you are you thinking about her are you thinking about him do you get how that can get a little funky, right? Because, you know, we're people and we get these thoughts and we get these thoughts that just don't leave our minds and they're like, like mice spinning their wheels in, you know, little hamster wheels running around and around. Uh, so if that's occurring, if you've had a threesome and somehow you are in a funk because all you're thinking about is that, that other person, and, and it's kind of, you know, you're feeling drawn to that other person uh, or you're feeling rejected by that other person. 
whatever that is, there's likely going to be a shift in the dynamic. Now, if you can maintain being friends, which is really cool if you can, um, it still is going to put a little something different in there because you've now seen each other naked and you've touched each other's parts. It's a rarity. I'm not saying that it's impossible, but it's rare that a person can just have the action of having um, sex with a couple and walking away and being okay with it. So also in the realm of like logistics, it's always important to talk about, you know, having safer sex, whether that's even for the sake of like pregnancy, like you're with two people and now you don't know who the, the parents are, you know, that can, it can be helpful to know that if you, if you watch Grace and uh, is it, no, it's not Grace and Frankie. Oh, so there was a show where, um, if I can remember what it is. Oh, it's a kid's show actually, where uh, I think it was a kid's show where the parents had a threesome and then the daughter didn't really know who her dad was because the, oh, I know what it is. It's on Big Mouse. Uh, that's what it is. It's a cartoon on Netflix called Big Mouse. And the one of the characters, she doesn't really know who her dad is because her mom had a threesome with a bunch of people or she had an orgy and she doesn't really know who her dad is. That can happen. So that's something to be aware of too, is, you know, pregnancies can occur. So you want to have safer sex for that, but you also want to have safer sex for STDs. You don't want to be mixing your STDs up, right? It's like, what a pile of junk you can create. You know, person A has gonorrhea, person B has herpes, person C has had chlamydia and it's not treated and you all slap each other's bodies together and you're creating something really messy. So get those STG check, STD, STIs, uh, we now call them STIs, I believe, sexually transmitted infections. They're not diseases anymore. STIs, get checked for STIs. Make sure that you are clean and clear. Um, get checked for all kinds of things, like if, especially if you have, um, if, if you don't know the person that you're adding in, I would want them to have a clear slate of things like AIDS and every other STI that they can be tested for. There's STIs that you don't even think about because they're not really listed as STIs, but you know, things you can catch even by having, uh, you know, you can catch like mono. I would call that an STI because you can get it from saliva. You can get it from contact. So there are STIs that are not included in the STI list that I would say, make sure you're clean and clear, make sure your body is safe to play, make sure that the bodies you're playing with are safe to play with. And don't just assume they are because they look clean and they have a bath. That doesn't mean squat. They can still be carrying some funk uh, in, you know, in their goods. They can be carrying all kinds of funky stuff in their genitals, in their mouth, you name it. There can be funky stuff going on. So you want to make sure that's clean and clear. So just as a recap, if you're in a couple and everybody's feeling good about this, what do you need to do? know that it's not a relationship fix communication is key you want to make sure that people are not left out so this conversation needs to occur beforehand unless they want to be left out and they're like in a voyeur position um, that it can and probably will change the dynamics of your relationship so you're going to need to have some backup to be able to manage some of those repercussions right so keep that in mind um, we're going to be talking about, after this commercial break, we're going to be talking about threesomes with individuals not in a relationship and how those dynamics are so different, yet sort of the same. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. 
Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So today we're talking about threesomes. The first uh, half of the show, I talked about kind of some dynamics in relationship. But if you're in a long-term relationship, what to do and <clears throat> to kind of bring it up. And, and for people who are in like, shorter term relationships say you just started dating maybe like a week ago and you're like hey let's try threesome um you know it's again one of those things where conversation regardless of the relationship status whether you're three singles going in on this or a couple finding somebody else conversation is always key what are we going to talk about you know so we've got three singles what are we going to talk about how do these singles find each other so, you know during the time of during this time of COVID, when people aren't really going out to bars or anything, you know, back in the day when you could go to bars and it was easier, although I guess bars are opening up somewhat. I live in the middle of nowhere, so I don't go to bars, but, uh, it, you know, you could be going out to social events and there are events that are geared towards people who are sexually curious there. I know that in, um, say for example, I've been Canada, 
and in our capital city, our capital of Ontario um, is Toronto. And in Toronto, there are events that you can go to that are, they are like invitations to things that are more um, curiosity for couples. Um, that reminds me, I was invited to a different threesome too. I've been invited into a lot of threesomes and I've not um, I've had one in my life. I've not taken up a lot of them. Uh, so anyway, uh, just, uh, yeah, because the dynamics are usually weird. So it's just, you know, like, ooh, nope, that's not going to work. But uh, that, that thought just reminded me because there are events that you can go to in usually in larger cities that are somewhere that a couple or a curious, you know, curious people who are like looking for something different can go to. Uh, for the life of me, I can't remember the name of them, but if I if I remember it during the show, I'll let you know. But I'm sure if you go out there and Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever search engine you use, and you can find um, basically sex parties that are set in environments that are like bars that are dedicated to that, you will find people who are interested. Now, you're in a bar with a bunch of total strangers. How do you know you're going to be safe? Now, you know, we have these vax ports that people have to show off to see that they're vaccinated, but I'd like to see a passport for STIs. Like, are you clear and free for the last three weeks of STIs? Now, that would be a that would be something I would back. If you're going to be out there in the world, romping it up with strangers to people you've never met, having an STI uh, check card that you can be like, hey, look, I'm free and clear. Um, but I'm sure people would even try and create fake ones because people, whenever you're, uh, whenever there's like an obligation to prove your health, people will always create something fake because that's how we are. That's our nature. We're not going to let anybody dictate stuff to us always, right? Um, so how do you do that? Well, you can either go in with full trust and just jump in with, you know, two feet and go, screw it. You know, if I get AIDS tonight, it doesn't matter. No, you can do that. That's your choice. You can use some consciousness with that too. And you can ask, like, ask your body, like your body, as you start asking your body questions will become so aware that, that it just knows. And it's, it'll just be like, no. Um, so, but you can ask it, like, if I choose this, what will my life be like? Body, if we, if I choose this, what will you be like? What will our life be like in the next five years, 10 years, 25 years, if it feels really cool? And expansive go for it and then ask if i don't choose it what will my life be like and if that feels really cool then don't choose it like there are ways to ask these questions so if you need to know how to do that you can contact me uh, through my website melitsagelenic.com you can message me there you can find me on social media please let me know what you're uh requiring from me and say like i need those questions to ask for a threesome then i'll know what um what you're looking for and then I can direct you to some of the materials I have. So that would be something to consider is like asking your body questions about the other bodies, about whether like the level of safety that's going on. So how do you meet these people? I'm sure now I'm not on any of these apps these days. I'm just like an old lady sometimes. I'm like never had a dating app in my life. But if you happen to be somebody who like likes dating apps, there are definitely ways like I'm sure if you get on Tinder, you could find people who will have threesomes with you. I'm sure that if you put that in in your bio and you say interested in threesomes, they people will be like, all right, I'm in and you can find your playmates. So 
you know, depends on the level of maturity you have with this, what your target is with this. So like, what is your target with this threesome? Are you just trying to get off and say that you had one? Well, then going on something like Tinder and not giving a fart about yourself or your relationships or them, that's cool. You can just do it because it's just like going out for exercise. Now, if, if it's something where you're like, I'd like to see if this is like going to enhance my life spiritually. I wanna see if this is gonna increase my consciousness. I wanna see if this is gonna be beneficial to my body. Well, that's a little different level, right? And so you need to have more awareness and you need to ask more questions around it. You need to be willing to explore and have conversation with the people beforehand rather than just like afterwards going, was your name Judy or Bill? I don't know who you are. Um, and so if you, if you end up in a situation where you don't even know the people's names, that's a little sticky um, for a few reasons, right? Like if you do get an STI, you'd like to be able to track it and you'd like to be able to say, hey, I think you might've given me an STI. Uh, go check it out so that you're not passing this on. And some people don't give a crap and they just pass it on anyway. So they're not really being conscious about it at all. So conversations, even with strangers. Ooh, how do you do that? Don't you just walk up to a stranger and stick your hand down their pants and go, I'm taking you, I'm taking you now. And then, and I'm going to take this person too. And then I'm going to have a threesome with both of you, whether you like it or not. Yeah. So, I mean, I suppose there are scenarios that'll work too. If people are into Dom and then you are, you know, you're grabbing your sub, then that could work. That might work, but there still needs to be consent. Oh, that's that other C word, communication and consent. Oh, those are two C's that are just like, why do we need those? Um, so communication, we have that part of the conversation. Now consent, consensual anything. A threesome needs to be consensual. A threesome does not need to be a violent, um, well, that's just bringing up some other stuff for me, but it does not need to be like a violent violation situation. Um, you know, and that does occur. I do, I do know, and I am aware that that occurs. So what really needs to happen is that there needs to be consent from all parties regarding all actions being taken place. You can have this, even if they're strangers, you can be like, okay, what are you okay with? What are you not okay with? You don't necessarily want somebody like taking a crap on your face if you're not okay with it. So you need to, to give out your hard limits of no um, and what you're willing to do and what you're willing to explore, regardless of how well you know these people. If you're feeling uncomfortable at any time during a threesome, you need to step up and step away and back off. These scenarios can get a little bit, um, they, they can get tricky and they can become violent sometimes too, depending on the people. So you, you need to be aware of who you're with. And you also need to be aware of yourself and your comfort level and what you're enjoying and not enjoying and being willing to walk away, walk away in a heartbeat. If you're not willing to walk away from it, you shouldn't be in it. And I say that about everything. I say that even about business. I say that about life. If you're not willing to walk away, then you shouldn't be in it. But if you are willing to walk away, sometimes you can be more present because you know you have choice. But if you don't think you have choice, then you're gonna feel pretty limited and uh, stuck up against a corner and just like feeling 
uh, yeah, intimidated probably in a way that's not functional. So, so getting, how do you actually find these people? Right now, it's like, do you know people and you want to have a threesome? Kind of put it out there in the world. Heck, go make a meme. Slap it out on social media if you really want. It's like, hey, psst, psst, looking for a threesome. I don't know. You can be that daring if you want to be because there aren't a lot of scenarios right now that are that easy to meet people. And um, what, what some people will do as a couple will be to, you know, back before the COVID stuff would be like going to a bar and flirting it up and kind of being this open energy to invite people in. Now, the bar scenario that I was in was not that. It was more like just really blunt and out of the, the just kind of out of the way. It was really weird. It was like they'd read in a magazine, just go to a bar and invite somebody into a threesome. And it's like uh, they walked into the bar and invited me into a threesome. So it's quite funny. <laughs> and thank you. And I still say thank you because it was, it was sweet that I would be considered. Thank you for considering me. Um, <laughs> so, so with the dynamic of three strangers you want to kind of get clear on what's going on who's doing what what you're comfortable with uh, you also want to be clear on not leaving a person out because if you're three strangers and you're just like already leaving somebody out that's just not that's just like so unkind and i i say don't do it because i'm not cool with unkindness like if you're going to have a threesome include the person whether it's like having their hand on your body or bring some sex toys in there's always sex toys can be fun for that so that they're included in some play as well. You can make it easier too, to say for one man to pleasure two women is to have sex toys or if it's two men. Uh, either way, sex toys can be a great addition to a threesome, especially if you don't really know each other and you just want to try and be experimental and it's all just a learning experimental thing. And as I say that, I realize that probably younger and younger people are, are doing these things that like back in my day, um, we weren't like having threesomes at the age of 18. I didn't know anybody when I was like 18 that was having a threesome. But by the time I was in my 20s, that was happening more and more. Um, so, you know, I think there's a level of maturity that's required so that you can do that, be present with yourself, honor yourself uh, and not have it like mess up your life and your body and um, any of that stuff. We want to be safe and smart about it. So we're going to have some more tips and tools for the threesome, engaging in the threesome. When we come back, we're listening. You are listening and I am listening to myself. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, 
join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So in this little segment of the show, I'm going to be talking about some things that we can do to make the environment a little easier, make it a little bit more fun, more relaxing, and something that's an invitation for all the lovers involved. So in the first few segments, we're looking at the mental aspect, like how do you prepare your mind and how do you prepare the relationship and how do you um, engage in a conversation that's going to get you to the place where you can actually choose this. And then looking at the dynamic of couples, what is different than um, individuals. Individuals have to go out and seek more partners, right? <laughs> so, um, and the conversation might be different and you might develop a relationship through um, threesomes. Maybe you are polyamorous and having a threesome creates a relationship for you that really works. It's hard to say. I think one of the things to be willing to do is to just have a one off and walk away and also be willing to have it be something that could uh, occur more often. So being open to all possibilities that could come out of the threesome, um, that way you're not like dumbfounded at the end. So if you're like, I just want a one-off, but then your partner's like, well, what if it's really good and we wanna do it again? This is where negotiation goes on. And this is also where if, there, if it's a hard yes for one person that it has to happen more than once and it's a hard no, the other person where it's just like one time and that's it then you know that there is going to be conflict there that needs to be resolved before you even take action so whenever there's something in those yes no maybe columns that are not the same there needs to be negotiation of some sort and if it cannot be negotiated because some of those are hard yeses and hard no's and those are not negotiable and if they're not negotiable then you need to reevaluate what's important in the relationship and is this is this like a, a do or die situation like if this doesn't happen it's over so these are all good things to know because a lot of times people don't even realize what they're if i don't have this it's over is so you know you could be in a relationship for a long time and just think well you know you could you could just be thinking that it's it's um you know, any of those do or dies is not that important, but they really are important to look at because they could be influencing some of your choices and some of your actions and some of your behavior because you're resenting something that you're not getting. Yeah, so you don't want to be in resentment in the relationship. Yeah, so, so how do we create an environment that's loving, caring, kind, that invites um, all lovers in? Now, if you're the one and you're a single person inviting two people to your home and you know that you're going out to create a threesome, these these kind of ideas or tips will still apply for you. So if you're the couple and you're inviting uh, a lover in on in your relationship, if if it is happens to be somebody you've never met, I might aim for something like going to a hotel. Um, so it's a neutral territory so that the person that's being invited in doesn't feel like um, they're being overwhelmed or overpowered in any way. So neutral zones are good. And that's true for singles. If you're if you're hoping to have one, maybe rent a hotel room. If it's somebody that you already know and you're inviting into your home, create a space outside of your private bedroom. That's what I would recommend. But um, I've not actually read that in any information. But to me, it's like if you're going to have a threesome, you want it to be separate from your relationship room. So so you have a basement in your home, and you just create a nice environment with some pillows and cushions and 
but get some like drinks, hydration ready, get some snacks ready. This is going to be an event. You get ready for it like it's an event and get cozy things and blankies and all kinds of stuff ready for the environment so that you are creating the space. It's an invitation to, to the lovers to show up and to be comfortable and confident. And what I like is to not have it in the bedroom because you don't, if something goes a little awry, you don't want to be in your bedroom all the time and have that energy lingering in there as much as you could clear the energy you know your mind might go back to it and go well that's where you you know it was on my pillow that you gave her you know oral sex and that's all i can see now every time i see my pillow and i have to either throw it out or sell the house and or you could just do it in you know a different room altogether and not have to and not have to be able to deal with uh, any of those situations that could be kind of awkward uh, so also in the invitation you want to be able to be open to the discussion and being open to the person saying i need to stop and honoring them not pressuring them pressuring in any way um, coercion of any sort to me is not okay um, and uh, yeah there's so many different ways of coercion right now i could go on and on but coercion is not okay so don't coerce the person if they're just like i need to step back i need to leave cool and then just offer them like if you need to talk about it later um you know let's talk about that if you just want to walk away and never see us again that's okay too so be willing to lose the person that you're having the person or persons you're having the threesome with be willing to lose them because you just might be willing to have that relationship change because it just might. But what you can do is try and create the most kind, um, loving, spacious energy that will have them feel like you're present, you're with them, and the target is pleasure and the target is joy. Um, so we want to make sure everybody feels included, everybody feels like they're safe. Um, so having an environment too, like if you happen to be a couple with children, like sending the kids away for the weekend, if they're going to be having a threesome so that, you know, they don't happen to walk in on this, uh, you want to be able to be able to be relaxed. It's already going to be interesting and slightly awkward. So make sure that you're willing to be relaxed enough that everybody can enjoy themselves, um, knowing, you know, some body creating the space so that you can do all kinds of fun positions for everyone to enjoy as well. And always remember that um, communicate beforehand, communicate afterwards. Don't just kick them out unless they try to leave on their own, right? Just be open to creating a relationship in a different way. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.